Hey folks, welcome back to another messy episode of the Messy Truths Podcast. We've been away for a little bit. We missed you. We missed you listeners, but we're here and we're ready to rock and roll. This is Mar. I am recording live and direct from Montreal. Hola, hola, hola. This is your favorite middle child hailing from the lands of the Kanagahage. And happy to be back with my sister friends after some world travels. We can get into that yes. a little bit later. And sending it down south to our sister. Yes, this is Azar, and I'm recording from New York City, which doesn't want to decide whether it's winter or fall or ah. summer. And <laughs> it has come an onslaught of various viruses and diseases and... I'm over it, bro. I'm just over it. Let's get to 2023 already. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, but climate change, like, if you didn't believe in climate change, ooh, shit is real. Shit is real. Like, you know, we out here in Kanagahage, it's like plus five and shit. Fun fact, I just got back from Victoria, which is actually the homelands of the Sangi and Eskimal people. It was cold as fuck over there compared to Montreal. I was like, I need to go home. No. It was so cold there, I couldn't even get into Vancouver because they don't know how to deal with all that. But that's a whole other story. But oh. I was like, oh, no, this is not warm. I like to leave. I was like, not interested. Not interested. No bueno, booze. No bueno. Yeah. So we're back. We are back. This is primarily my fault. Because last no. time we recorded, when I was abroad, I had COVID and um, the internet was destabilized. So they waited for me. Aren't they nice? My sister friends, aren't they nice? <laughs> hey, of listen, course. you're out here saving the world. You're out here doing incredible activist movements, changing people's lives. And mm-hmm. that's definitely worth waiting for. So it's all good. And it's and good. and let's not get it twisted, folks. As much as you like our messy fun together, Iran is still doing things. Um, yep. You know, we still have executions. We just heard today that in Winnipeg, the police are systematically refusing to check landfills for missing and indigenous murdered women. Um, we still have hospital care workers shout out to them the er's are overwhelmed Overwhelmed. um you know we still got we could do a whole episode on the impact of apartheid when i was in south africa um Mm -hmm. you know it's a mess out there oh man definitely i'm not surprised if some people are ostriches because there's a lot going on in the world right Being a hermit is not really that bad, I gotta tell you. When you stay inside and you keep away from all of the the foolishness out there, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But big shout out, big shout out to Brittany Griner, who is on her way back to the United States. Uh, Super, super thrilled to hear there was like a really crazy prisoner swap, uh, apparently for the arms dealer. Ah. Ah, Yeah, but you know what? So congratulations to her. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Happy, happy that she is uh, on her way back. Absolutely. And it With really sucks wife. to be a pawn in all of this stupid political BS. But happy to, uh, to hear she's coming back to, uh, to this and side of the pond. Yeah, she gets to come back to her wife. She's not only a black woman. She's an athlete. She's part of the LGBTQI plus community. 
And I'm just, you know, I, I sent a post, I mean, she don't know me, but I sent a message <laughs> wishing her much wellness and restoration because homegirl will definitely need it given her experience. So, but I am happy that this is one area that um, we didn't give up in all of us who are doing our, our work behind the scenes, whether it's posting and a lot of people posted. So it's nice to see. And, um, you know, I wish her a full mental recovery, full mental yeah. recovery. Yeah. So before we kick off this episode again, please check us out on Instagram. We are very active on Instagram please go to the Messy Truths podcast IG account and follow us. Subscribe to the show on your favorite streaming platform and please don't forget to rate us. Ratings definitely help us um, come up better in results when you're looking for podcasts. So we definitely appreciate it. And any love you can show us on any of your favorite streaming platforms, especially Apple Podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. But that being said, let's kick it off. Let's talk about confessions. I wish I had, I'm just thinking now, I wish I had like taken a clip from Usher's confession. I was so thinking I could play it on the show. <laughs> uh, you could try to sing it with Oz's voice, who's recovering oh, from it. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. Some of these confessions are wild. So but let's wait a know. minute. Does that I, mean we're going to add in our own confessions? Uh, maybe. Maybe you, we'll see where we're going. You, you, you're a confessaholic, you. <laughs> Seriously, do you mean? For somebody who doesn't like to journal, you sure as hell like to put it out of here for the world to hear. <laughs> but at least I control it. Right. It's Amen. true. So, so listeners, uh, I don't know about the other ladies, but I'm actually addicted to Reddit. It is like part of my nightly routine. I love Reddit. I am a Redditor. And I don't really post much. I just go on there and I, you know, join a bunch of different communities and I sign up to all the updates. And my favorite thing to read when I go to bed is Reddit after dark. That's where all the really cray cray stuff comes uh -uh. out. Me hearing about some really uh -uh. wild, wild ass stuff. Listen, let me tell you something. This is the last, that was the last time I will ever listen to you about stuff that's addictive because mm. I'm still playing Royal Match like an asshole. <laughs> what? Months yes. later. Royal Match is also an addiction of mine, and I'm okay. still playing it, too. Wait till you reach level 1,000. Woo-hoo-hoo! Oh, That's going to be pretty wild. <laughs> I'm oh, in the no. 700s. I'm not too far back. Anyway, oh, back right. to our confessions. So what do you guys want to do? You want to, like, one at a time, go through our favorite confession, one confession at a time? Yeah, let's go uh, through. I'm scared. <laughs> you want to confess, and then we go through the confessions community on Reddit because there's some really crazy stuff I, on there. I have, but you go to first, Nisha. You go oh, first, Doctor J. What am I confessing? Whatever you want to come. We are um, here for it. We won't. I can go first the, if you want. Yeah, I think the listeners oh, know what my favorite food is. Okay, I have a confession. Okay, uh, I have a babysitter, an adult babysitter. <laughs> Um, oh, who will be babysitting me tomorrow. Oh, there you and, go. And that's Mar. That's my confession. Mm -hmm. Because you know what yeah. the deeper confession is? And maybe most people haven't realized this. I know a lot of people, but I don't have a lot of friends. This is mm. something I've come to realize. There's a difference between a friend. A fr the definition of a friend has changed for me and has become something very intimate and vulnerable and trusting. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I too. used to think 
you know, like everybody was my friend. And then I married Mr. Z and he was like, I don't have friends. And I was scared for him. But then I realized him and a biz, my business mentor was like, no, you know, a lot of people, but not a lot of people are your friends. Yeah, that's true. So yesterday when I was looking for a babysitter, <laughs> um, babysitter, <laughs> I was like going through my Rolodex and like Oz is in New York. My other besties in Vancouver, my other two besties are in England, and I only have three people in this city that I trust to come into my home to take care of me, and 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 I'm cool with that. That's crazy. So confession, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, folks. I think I only have four friends in Montreal, and one Isn't is on the air. Yeah. Wild. So like every that's my confession. All you bitches got demoted to like the base. Demoted. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth, bro. It's the truth. The yeah. circle gets tighter as we get older. That's yeah, like as you get yeah. older, it really does get smaller. It's true. Yeah, that's it's crazy. So that's my confession. You happy now, both of you? There. Hey, yeah, oh, we're happy. Happy. So uh, my Omar, confession. When I was a kid, uh, some kids and I nearly caused car accident. What? Really bad. You saying that shit on the air? Yeah. Um, uh, so my family, we went to Toronto and stayed with some family friends of ours. And the kids were badass. And we kind of <laughs> followed along with them. And so there was a really beautiful big park with an overpass. And there were cars that were driving underneath. And what we did was we took the little mini crab apples and drop them from above <laughs> on the bridge on the cars themselves and it was just like I didn't realize how dangerous that was until later when I actually told a friend of mine back in when we left Toronto and went back home um, she was like that's really dangerous Mar like you could have killed somebody what if that person had like slammed on the brakes and hit somebody in front and I was like well they didn't, but it didn't dawn on me until that point that mm. we could have literally hurt somebody. You know, it was really insane. You think you're doing funny stuff as a kid, but then, yeah, yeah it's pretty dangerous. It's really terrible. So that's yeah, my confession. I, well, I still love you, so it's all good. Thank hey, you. Yeah. I appreciate See, that. We're not judging. Yeah. I mean, who are we? So, to yeah, judge? I don't have a confession. Sorry, guys, but I feel like I've said a lot already on this show. So I am actually going to go ahead and go to Reddit for my confession and we can discuss. Reddit so it's funny because, like, Mara suggested this and I thought this was hilarious. And I actually really got into it when I was reading Reddit and some of the things these people said. This one's light, but I feel like maybe we can relate. So that's why I brought it up. <laughs> this one said, naughty thoughts about my physiotherapist, but I'm engaged. So... <laughs> I recently started to go to a physiotherapist and he is, and I have such a big crush and desire for him. And he does this exercise where he straps himself to me and the table to release my hip. Wowza, it feels good looking up at him and having him do that. But I'm engaged to be married next year. And I think this therapist could be 10 years younger. So she said it's double the torture because we have the best conversations and it's really hard when you're stimulated both physically and mentally. Lord, help me. How do you feel about this, ladies? 
I have never been in love with my therapist ever, ever. How about a, how about a, how, okay, maybe not in love. How about a personal trainer? Never. Wait, what's the confession? Isn't the confession the fact that she likes somebody and she's engaged? Yeah. The fact that she she likes, yeah, she like this man is like all up on her whenever she's going to physiotherapy. He's getting paid to be all up on her. Well, yes, but I'm saying she feels things when he's being professional and she feels like it's, oh, you know, not, she's feeling unprofessional things for this person. And all I... I brought this up because I'm just asking if you clearly you don't relate, Nisha, but I was just asking if anybody could relate to this. No, I mean, no, I, I like the way my my physiotherapist makes me feel, but. So I've never had a therapist where I thought whatever, but I definitely have had personal trainers where I was like, damn son, like you didn't have to like (laughs) twist me that way, but not for nothing. I think they do that shit on purpose. And that was the point of it. I feel like personal trainers at gyms do the most to women so that you will pay them to train you some more. And let me be very honest. I did not pay for these sessions. Yes, I believe it's a, I believe it's part of it. I believe it's just kind of like, you know, bartenders that might flirt a little bit for an extra tip. It's the same thing with personal trainers. They'd be like, you know, they target their victims and they're like, you know, she's going to want to see more of me. Let me just do a little extra on this free session. Number one, to see if I can get (laughs) paid sessions two through 10. Anyway, that was my that was my read. I, can't, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was. I'm about to get a personal trainer next year. I mean, do that. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> personal trainer, life coach, anything really. Let's go. Let's go. Reddit. Let's go. All right. I, 26 female, wish I was darker. I am Afro Latina. My mom is very, very dark skinned. She has deep brown eyes and coiled hair. My dad, a very light skinned man had tan skin and green eyes with looser curls. I came out paler than my dad with his eyes and hair. My whole life, mom would say how jealous she was that I was lighter, say how she always wished for colored eyes and soft hair. But my entire life, since I was small, I've wanted to look more like her. I always thought she was beautiful. While I don't burn in the sun and can easily tan, I wish my skin was rich and dark like my mom's year round and not just in summertime. While she hates herself for not looking more like me, I dream of waking up looking more like her. Guess the grass is always greener on the other side. How do you like that? I actually love it. I'm not mad. Well, it's I'm amazing. Mad. Why? Because, Why? like, oh, man, y- y'all both know I'm, like, super political. That's a form of, like... Colorism? Shadism. Yeah, it's a, no, it's a form of self-hatred, and I feel for her. Because uh, you know why? I mean, I understand. I get it. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I also feel like for once, someone is saying, please give me color. Give me more brown. Give me more and more and more. I know, but it just means that she's not satisfied with herself. And this is something that has been fundamentally pervasive and and detrimental to the black community right we all keep talking about it and on this show and the reality is that all of us have something that we all want to change about ourselves i don't think that this is a terrible thing in the sense that she's being honest like she's saying hey i actually 
in today's culture where everyone wants to be lighter, I actually wish that I had my mom's beautiful skin. You know, I get it. I just want her to know, you know, user, Reddit user, whatever, whatever number is like, I'm sure you're absolutely beautiful the way you are. And, you know, like honor your mother through your actions as opposed to I hear like you. wishing for something. Because this is how the beauty industry gets us, right? Oh, like somebody is- could be listening yeah. to us and then create some fucking cream to darken your skin and, you know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But, but that's There's, just, remember, um, I'm, a, I'm a party pooper. Here, here in, in the comments, that's the, the thing about um, Reddit, you know, you can, there's all these comments that come below. She, the original poster says, colorism is a plague to my culture. Many gorgeous people want to be lighter when they're so beautiful as is. I try to appreciate what I have since, as mentioned, grass is always greener. So yeah. she's aware, you know, she's yeah. trying to appreciate what she has. But while her mother is lamenting not being lighter, uh-huh. her daughter is saying, I wish I was more like you. And I don't Which think is cool. that's too terrible. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, really it's not the worst. Yeah. I, I know how she feels because, you know, I mean, I think most folks know I'm mixed race and um, I've had to go through a lot of work in proving my blackness. And I think it's why I go so hard as an activist. And when I was in South Africa, this was, I was triggered a lot by this. Like people would call me colored and I was like, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, I'm not colored. What? Yeah, because colored by definition in South Africa is someone who's mixed race. And when I was there, I had my hair cut. And the guy's like, yeah, we don't really serve colored people. And I was like, what? But I'm black. Yeah, it's very deep over there. Bro, and 2022. What are yeah, we doing? Apartheid, apartheid this is, is in a deep. black establishment. Yeah, because they see me as colored. They don't. Yeah, I know someone African. from South Africa who is also in the colored category because of being from a yeah. mixed race family. And yeah, that's sort of the rule and I, over there. And I felt, I, I kind of identify with the Reddit user. Like, I, you know that CBC, CB4 movie? I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm <laughs> I black, love CB4. And I feel like that's the theme song of my life. I suppose on one end, I'm denying my Indianness, But a lot of my cultural identity is black. And in South Africa, it was, it was painful for me to be there. Like, it, I felt very triggered a lot. Because I was constantly proving my Africanness, constantly, and um, I was annoyed. <laughs> I was annoyed. I was like, you know, I was annoyed. I I looked. I I just was annoyed because mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I buy prints and I wear prints and all this stuff. But people saw me as a wannabe, and I was like, what me? So yeah, yeah. If people over here in North America really knew how some African folks really feel about them, (laughs) oh yeah. We won't get into that though. We won't get into that. All right, Oz, you got one. Wait, isn't it Nisha's turn? Nisha got one. I don't have any Reddit confessions. All right, like I'm like Reddit. Reddit. You're like, what? Reddit? Okay. 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 Actually, can I just say I like Reddit because it's created by Serena Williams' husband. And 
What's his name? Oh, God. What's his name, ladies? Uh, I don't remember. He's Yemeni. Um, I love the fact that he's pro-girl power. I he's love the... Yemeni? Oh, his name is... Yes, he, he's from... Not Yemen. Um, he's not Yemeni. Uh, Armenian. Armenian. And his name is... It's not Olympia. That it's, it's Alexis something, Ohanian. Alexis Ohanian. Yeah, because I was thinking Ohana. Yeah. So I'm really... I think he's really dope. I think he is... Um, I hate to say this way, but I really like the fact that he was bold and brave enough to marry a strong, powerful black woman. And he is raising his daughter um, just the same way. So I like Reddit for that. I really like his work and I follow it, but I certainly don't read it like you two. I, oh, that's a shame. I know. Confession. Um, do I have a confession? Oh, I put um, I put some um, <laughs> when I was young, I, my brothers would fuck with me, my younger brothers, I'm the eldest. So I would curdle their milk and put it back in the carton and watch <laughs> them drink it. Wow, good for you. Oh my God. I didn't give a shit either. And when they were like, oh, it, my mom would beat my ass for it because, you know, we were like a single family, single mm-hmm. parent household. Right. And she's the like, you're wasting play. milk. And I was like, I didn't do it, but I always gave myself away because I laugh. Um, mm-hmm. But they still drank it and got the run. So, you know, it was like achieved. The gar- the Amazing. Was achieved. But they never knew Amazing. it was me. Only my mom knew. So mm, I don't so care. Funny. I would do it again if they messed with me. Mm. <laughs> So what's your Reddit confession All right. so I can listen? This is actually kind of cute. I like to buy gifts for the future love of my life when I travel. I started this when I was 14 and got the amazing chance to go to Europe. When I was at Juliet's balcony, I got a pair of matching bracelets. When I got the opportunity to go to Paris, I got a boy and girl teddy bear from the Eiffel Tower when I was 20. I'm 24 now and I'm losing hope. Please, girl, you got so much time. I'm losing hope I'll ever find the person I've been buying these for. I don't know why I did it. I don't know anyone else who does. But if I ever meet the person they're meant for, I can't wait to finally give them the gifts that I've been waiting for them for years. Girl, use that shit for yourself. Please, can you date? I, think, I mean, please, it, I it's manifesting. It's it. manifesting. I get it. But I'm just saying, you could be waiting a while. I mean, just. Just live your life. Enjoy Can the you gifts date? yourself. Go out I think there. This is the cutest thing. Oz we are not on the same page today. I yes. think this is so cute. Oz is the romantic this, one between us. This reminds me of like the guy on Bumble who used to put his arm out everywhere he went. Like there was this guy on Bumble, and every picture was him, like wherever. Paris, Rome, and it was just him solo with his arm out, and like you could be here, literally. <laughs> oh, oh boy. I love it. It. it was amazing, but it's kind of like so cute at the same time, yo. Like Can I you thought this date? was cute. It's Can true you just manifesting. Date? Just she date. may be dating. Maybe these people are just not the ones that she's been buying the gifts. She said the future love of my life. What if they don't big. come for like a year? What about those gifts? Okay. What she could do is invest in a storage space. (laughs) 
I think this is cute. You guys are missing the point. Missing mm. it entirely. No, I think we're just skeptical. I'm just a skeptic. <laughs> I'm just all about like not wasting time. And if there ain't nobody there yet, just do it. You know, get your gifts yourself. 24. Really. She's got so much time. 24. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Save them. Well, It'll be such Reddit a cute user, story Whoever that is, Oz likes your thing. I do. And I think perhaps by the promotion of the show, someone will see it and be ready for your gifts. That's the most <laughs> I can muster in terms perhaps. of optimism. All right, guys. Ladies, um, here's one for you. Another Reddit confession. I'm tired of my girlfriend, but I can't leave. <laughs> we've been together for more than a year she's the love of my life despite her defects she had a what? difficult childhood defects? an abusive father coward mother pedo uncle cruel brother and a manipulative sister she hates the world has some psychological problems ideas about killing everyone she hates Yo, oh my God. Go. and a lot of saved <laughs> rage Besides that, she has a polycystic ovary syndrome. It doesn't help much. Depression, irregular menstruations, hormone imbalances, and not accepted and fully blinded obesity makes this makes the makes things more oh it, my god. Makes things much harder. Despite all of that, I love her. She has a beautiful face, crazy and impressive personality, likes video games, terror movies, and shares with me a melancholic love to um the emo times filled with MCR, BBB. Oh man, this is talk. This is a lot of nerd talk. And sorry, I'm yeah, just going to skip all of this. that. Yeah. But I'm tired, tired of her issues with her manipulative acts and uncontrolled anger. I'm losing lust, losing patience, losing my hope to go far with her. I'm trying to be comprehensive, but I'm tired. I can't take it anymore. I made a promise. I will not leave her. But day after day, I'm more convinced that I need to get out of this relationship. The fuck? Who makes a promise as a boyfriend to not leave somebody? Like, well, we don't that's know where if you it's want... a boyfriend. It could be a girlfriend. She said girlfriend. He said, yeah. oh, you're right, you're yeah. right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. See? Assumptions. Thank you, Nisha. That is why we need more of you he in the world. He said girlfriend. I'm tired of my girlfriend. That was in the Yeah, head. but hold on. Did you not be... hear what she just said? She could have a girlfriend. Yeah. Mm. It could be I'm tired of my girlfriend, meaning it's a girl. Yes, Mar. We are wrong. We are wrong. <laughs> okay, look. Here, there's a few problems with this one. I feel like yes, this is like a dear, messy episode. <laughs> someone like, someone right? said, girl, leave. <laughs> no, Yo, no, 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 no. Because the polyistic syndrome does count, right? It can mess with you. But here's my issue. If you want to stay, then I think you need to put some demands on that person. Like they need therapy because you staying is a form of silent enabling. Like, oh, All I'm not going to leave you. So I'm, you can just be, you know, what go out there and while out. So mm. no, sorry, boo. You need to. No, you, you got to go. Be healthy. Yeah, you got to go, bro. This is a, There's no promises, by the way, in relationships. Okay. Like, it's one thing if you guys made vows and you're married. And even then, shit falls apart, man. Yeah. Just fucking walk away. All the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. I don't know, man. You just, uh, yeah, don't make promises. And if 
you are interested in sticking it out and helping that person get the help that they need, wonderful. But you got to be careful about what you promise. No, but I do people. think the relationship has a chance. You just have to hold that person accountable. Like if we're yeah. going to stay together, then you need to handle your business. And the other thing too, is if you met them like that, you can't complain. You met them in that condition. So, you know, okay, if, no, if you didn't hardcore. meet them in that condition and then things change, then, you know, but you obviously don't really the know. whole relationship changes, but still. You don't really you know. know somebody until you really get in involved and, and you know, like they're going to show you what they show you at the beginning and then you're going to see the real things. In, yeah. And, you're like, oh, and you might be in too deep, but at the for. same time, listen to me, you have one life, one. And that's all Facts. you have to think about when it comes to any decision that's impacting you in any kind of way. Facts. Do I want to waste my one life in this mess? No, my man, you don't. So bounce. That's it. <laughs> so you're with, the, you're with the guy that says, bro, leave. <laughs> leave. That, that might have right. been me. Well, that might have been me. All right. All right. What we got? Nish, should I keep it pushing with another yes, Reddit? Please. Yeah, please. All right. This one I've been talking to with a couple of, talking about with a couple of people. So I thought this was very interesting. Mm. Mushrooms helped me. Before I start this, I just want to clarify that just because this is my experience doesn't mean it will be yours. I microdosed mushrooms the other day and it completely changed my life. A little background. When I was 16 driving, I got into a car crash that eventually killed my mom. The last memory I have of her speaking to me is her screaming my name. I literally fell apart, lost all my friends, my mental health, let myself be abused by older people, and honestly was a shell of who I used to be. I'm 18 now, and I'm on a better path, but I've struggled with PTSD in cars, blaming myself religiously and overthinking everything because I'm afraid of loss. Anyway, I did mushrooms for the first time, and it really helped me get in a better headspace about the crash. I was able to talk to myself about it without feeling negative emotions. It changed so much of my perspective. In the back of my head, I'll always feel and know the crash was my fault, but it's not a heartbreaking feeling that I'm used to feeling every single day. I'm sure I can never outrun grief, but I don't feel like I'm suffering every day, and that's the biggest difference. I don't know if I'll do them again, but I'm really happy I was able to see the situation in a better light, and I'm just sharing this to get this off my chest and in hopes to give other people in my shoes um, and, and to give hope to other people in my shoes. Yo, there were comments to this, and some people were like, it has gotten rid of, rid of my anxiety, it has gotten rid of my depression. So, and I've been talking to a few people who've been considering this microdosing of mushrooms, but it's been really difficult to access because um, they're considered obviously contraband. Like you can't just buy they're only even contraband because it's political. Oh my god, oh, I hate go. people. Yeah, but I, I think people. they're actually. I think they're actually. Um, um, you can actually do mushrooms in certain states because they of actually, co- and you can do um, it in Amsterdam. But the point is, in certain only states contraband. in the U.S., I think in Oregon and Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. All, yeah, they I think in, out there. Yeah, I think I think that's permitted out there. I think that is actually permitted. Yeah, they are only contraband because of big pharma. Okay, listen to me carefully. We're listening. Everything that is in the universe has been created by some form of natural occurrence in the world and can heal us, right? So I'm hypothyretic. I cannot take any over-the-counter medication if I have a cold or whatever. So I have to do the ginger and the turmeric. 
Everything that exists, if you believe in God or not, I do, has been created to heal us, including psychedelic mushrooms. They've used LSD in different types of patients. They use marijuana in pain and so forth. But big motherfucking pharma, especially in the United States, would not want us to become these active thinking humans to find other ways to take care of ourselves other than popping a goddamn pill. It's it the medical business is so big, so so big. So a, look at the look at the fact that every, like it's such a capitalistic accessible issue in being able to get medical care, what type of medical care, who, like oh this annoys me. So if shrooms you want to pop especially. your mushrooms, pop your mushrooms. But yeah. My bigger issue was what I was hearing is that I don't want you to become an addict because you still think the accident's your fault. So, you know, you, you need you need a community. Uh, I am I am an advocate for shrooms. I I tried them for the first time this year. Changed my life. It's fantastic. I love it. It's so you great. got Mar. So you're good. Oh my God. It was great. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, you know, you can obviously take too much and really get into the hallucinogenic out of body experience, um, type of level. That's not where I want to go. That's not the plan that Jesus has for my life. I stayed at <laughs> like a level three rather than going to like a level seven. It was great. And, the, and what I will say is that it definitely makes you appreciate things in life a whole lot more. Um, I did it with my husband who uh, chose like the perfect weekend and the perfect setting. He insisted that we do it outside. Uh, at the time it was my birthday. So there were all the fall colors that were outdoors. And he was like, you need to take the shrooms when you're outside so you can get the beauty of all of the colors on the fall trees and really see how magical everything was. And at first I thought like, okay, like it's, it can't be that serious. It is that serious. It is great. It is absolutely wonderful. All I kept thinking of when I was on the shrooms was, man, life is fantastic. Like you really do appreciate life. You see it in all its beauty. Things are heightened. Your senses are heightened. Um, there's a few side effects. Like uh, you may have a nauseous feeling all the time. You're not supposed to eat anything mm. because it actually makes the shroom experience, the, um, the experience wear off from your body. So you don't want to eat anything. But man, it was great had a wonderful time. Um, and you just got to be careful with some of that stuff, but yeah, it's, it's here. I mean, there's, it's readily available if you know where to find it. So I would strongly encourage anyone who is interested in trying that to go ahead and do it. Cause I had a wild ass time doing it. And it was great. <laughs> Mars like, I approve. Me? That's my co-sign. I've read more and more about microdosing and what it does, like you mentioned, Niche, about like mental clarity and productivity and stuff. And like, you know, people, yeah, and people jump on like Adderall and shit. And it's like, you know, nowadays with the fent fentanyl, I don't know how to say it, fentanyl, fentanyl yeah. Um, like the, the, the shit is all over the streets. Everything is laced with it. Like, you know, it's scarier and scarier to be able to yeah. procure. Like, I'm not a, a user, but I'm saying for people who, you know, participate in street drugs, 
this shit is wild out here. Like, it's crazy. Like, people are ODing left and right. Like, it's just so scary. So that was an interesting post for me as a confession on Reddit. I actually have one now because I looked it up because I was feeling bad. Okay. Okay. So uh, this one, I was like, you fucked up, but whatever. Um, I'll read it. I'm a straight, I'm straight, but on occasions have claimed to be gay. I claim this specifically to women. And yes, it's so they will let their guard down. But no, it's not to manipulate them into having sex later or mm. something. I gave up on dating and sex about two, almost three years ago, I guess. My girlfriend and I broke up in the first few months of the pandemic. I was always the type that wanted to get married, but I got tired of wasting my time on relationships that weren't working. So I decided to opt out. Um, to clear this goal entirely from my agenda and focus on other goals and wasting a, and avoid wasting a lot of time and money. Um, what, it, what did she write? I decided to be gay. Sometimes I miss relationships, but usually I just remember the downsides of it and I'm good. So the negative to me outweighs the benefits. Throw the Redditor in the trash. If you have to go and do this foolishness, like you're trash, just stop it. Just stop. Just stop. So trash. The deceit is just so unnecessary, bro. Yeah. You don't need to do that. My guy, you really, really don't like so unnecessary. And, and it's kind of like the way that, you know, people think like, Oh, I will wear blackface. (laughs) Lifestyles and being of a certain race is not a costume. It's just not like, stop it. Just stop this foolishness. (laughs) Just stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Just stop. (laughs) It's dumb. Like, I cannot believe in the year of our Lord, 2022, we are still doing this foolishness. Oh, shit. It's hilarious. Just stop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are some of the comments from people on there? Oh, let's see. Um, You could always rent a sex worker. (laughs) 90% of this is bullshit. Uh, What's the other ones? I think that's funny. Uh, Why don't you just say you don't want to be in a relationship at the moment? Mm Mm-hmm. I would say, motherfucker, there are people out there who are dying being gay. So yeah. you need to stop. People's like, lives have been, you know, lost because of being bold and coming out courageously. And you're just here, like, using it as a manipulation tactic. Bro, you're trash. Stop we hate it. You. We hate, hate it. You. Yeah. We hate that person. Terrible. We hate him. Terrible. We girl. don't know. Oh, yeah. I guess it is a him, right? He's a all right, here's uh, here's another Reddit confession. What it's like being a male only fans creator. My fiance caught me. The first question is why? I am tall with a large muscular physique with a big. Mm. I also studied marketing and I'm a whiz at social media marketing and I consistently had annoying men and women on my social media messaging me trying to get with me. A light bulb came on in my head. Maybe I can turn this into profit. So I did. I made an OnlyFans account. And within just a month, I had already made it into the top 10% of creators on the site. I marketed myself on subreddits, Grindr, FetLife, and and Tinder. Would just throw out a bone on these sites and let my pictures do their work, attracting people to my link. I was surprised while a majority of my subscribers 
were indeed gay men. I'd say a good 20% of them were actually women, did not really think of women as consumers of OnlyFans. You would be surprised. Hmm. So if we get uh, further down his post, he says, I only charged $5 a subscription, which was attractive to potential subscribers. What's $5? Much easier for people to stomach a recurring subscription as well, which I figured would be the biggest challenge on the site. (coughs) Excuse me. Something in my throat. Um, Mm. This allowed me to get a few hundred fans fast and keep reoccurring subscriptions. Um, Okay, so... He goes on further to say, needless to say, I threw my morals out the door for these depraved individuals. I only use the site for- Hold on, end- hold on, hold on. What the mm-hmm. fuck, bro? Depraved Why are they individuals. depraved when they're looking on, at you? I only use the site from the end of October up until now, and it's interesting to think how far I could have taken it in coming months. I made a few thousand dollars, not any more money than my day job, but a good amount that felt like that I felt like a baller for a little bit, but I've since deleted the site. I did all of this behind my fiance's back because I'm self I'm a self-destructive narcissistic asshole. And I'm facing Spoiler. the repercussions for my actions now. One of her friends subscribed to my page and doxed me, <laughs> which was bound to happen with the amount of traffic I had directed to my page. I've essentially thrown away my happiness, my marriage, my life, for some chump change and quick serotonin. Yeah. Mm, sounds like his fiance wrote that last part, but I mean, you know. I actually got <laughs> no I got no no sympathy for you, bro. I'm like too bad for you. Cuz you What would you do if you found out your partner had an OnlyFans uh site? Well, I don't know if account. I would leave Mr. Z, but I think somebody would get locked up in the closet. I'll tell you that. See, much. I would have been like, "Why didn't you just let me in on this? Like, why didn't we do this together?" <laughs> I think I would have been the same. I would have been like, right? "No." I'd have put some ad money behind these shits. Right? Let's go. It's like that Pet Shop Boy song. Yeah, I've, I've got the brains. You've got the looks. Let's make lots of money, right? Uh, and maybe we could do like a special appearance here and there. Like, come on, why you gotta do it no. all alone like that? Let's no. let's capitalize off this shit. Don't no. make these things secretive. Just tell your partner what you're yeah. doing. Just be Just honest. Tell them. Yeah, yeah. I agree. If I was gonna, I'm not doing an only. Like, it depends on what the OnlyFans is about. Um, but. If I did find out, I'd be hella mad. But I don't know if I would leave. And you but don't I'd be know. Hella mad. You don't know. Maybe you might have a, a a partner who's like actually okay with this and is like, "Hey, let's jump on it together." You know. Kind so of thing. they, they probably amazing. were upset that the person didn't give them the opportunity to like be a part of the decision making. Yeah, and that's fair. I think the fiance is upset because her friend joined, became a subscriber. Yeah, but that's embarrassing if you don't even know. Like, that part is not okay. Yeah. Look, I can't see Mr. Z making one, but he'll get his ass whooped, I'll tell you that much. Really? You're really not down with it? Okay. Um, Not if I don't know. Money starts rolling in. Right. <laughs> Let's see if we change your tune. Unless right, I got one. Support my activist habits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I got one. I got one. I catfished my girlfriend by updating Fuck. one of her friend's contacts. I went oh into my, my girlfriend's God. iPad and added an internet number to a guy's contact. 
She had been friends with him for years and was, and he was the last person she had sex with. She had strong feelings for him, but he never reciprocated those feelings. She eventually sensed something was off and called her friend to see if it was him. She confronted me to see if I had done it, but I denied it. I feel terrible <laughs> for doing this, but I also found out things that I didn't want to know. Should I tell her it was me or just let it go? You better let I, it go. Let it go, bitch. Let it go. Let it go. Hold up, hold up. I love this response because I think this is literally the first thing that I thought. You should leave the relationship on the basis that what you actually learned is that neither of you can trust one another. (laughs) (laughs) All true. All of it. Very true. All true. And if you're going to stay in the relationship, let it go. No, honestly, though, like this is just clearly, purely just the definition of an untrusting relation like you do not have trust you do not have anything women i mean this this sounds mad young like this this person sounds young but i'm just saying like have you guys ever experienced this or have you like have you ever heard of people doing because i'm going to be honest with you i've done this before in my teen years you catfished now someone? i catfished i wasn't i didn't catfish like this because obviously we didn't have technology when i was like a teenager but I have pretended to be somebody else and approach someone just to stay in touch with them. Mm-hmm. Or like I have pretended to be somebody else just to see if this person had feelings for me and I posed as someone else to find out if the per- this is very childish though. I'm talking about my teenage yeah. years, but I've done it. So that's why this was intriguing for me. They're definitely under 25. The, the no, what? They, they sound like teenagers, bro. Teenagers. Crazy. Crazy. The wow. most I've done is just changed my name from Miranda to Aisha. Aisha. <laughs> All right, here we go. Mom will die soon. Feel nothing. Maybe sort of oh happy, God. even. Yikes. <laughs> Here we go. She's been sick for a while. Tried to feel sad for the past few days, but realized that I don't particularly care. Almost like this will be a relief from her manipulation. Ooh, bad mom. Bad mom. Do I feel like a bad person? To a stranger, yes. To someone with the context, they may be sad about it, but I think they would understand. I just regret how her intentions were genuinely good, just in the wrong direction. Please tell me what happens next for those who are in my current situation. And grief, um, baby, grief happens next. Yeah, someone said if she's suffering from is she suffering from something terminal? I'd open up to her before she heads out the door. You may regret not addressing some issues while you can. Don't know your trauma, so maybe addressing these issues won't have any immediate impact but I'm sure it would provide you some sort of clearance down the road. In the meantime, be supportive of your mother and try to take care of her, assuming she did the same for you. If your mom is a manipulative hoe and really toxic individual, and she's like about to die, um, I think you maybe should extend some grace just because that's kind of what you do with someone who's about to leave this earth. Uh, They deserve at least that. Um, And I understand, like, if you have history with your parent who has maybe treated you poorly, it might be very difficult to do that. But 
I find that people who have really terrible relationships with their parents and don't resolve it before the parent dies actually are worse off than people who yes, have great relationships. I I agree. And then die. Like you you got to resolve all of that because uh, it's going to eat you up and it's going to literally it might even kill you. Um, yep. You know the survivor in all of this if you don't address those issues. Not you know not uh, dismissing the manipulative toxic mom's behavior i don't know what she did but the but the reddit user also said something about she had good intentions but not in the right direction so i don't know what the fuck that means like you maybe a little bit of clarity around that but yeah they they didn't really give too much about that but it sounds let me tell you yeah mommy and daddy issues are fucking detrimental detrimental yeah. Fix them. Resolve them because you will carry that shit with you. Trust me. I know people to this day who have mommy and daddy issues and they're fucking unbearable. Fix it. <laughs> I agree. The last thing you need in your life is to have that carry on even after your parent is gone. Fix it. Fix it before yeah. they leave. Fix even if it's just that. a... And, and give your parents a pass if you can, because just remember that they didn't come out the womb that way. They obviously had a nice uh, environment that curated that individual. Um, so you just got to remember that that it didn't just happen like overnight. This is years and years of them becoming narcissistic and manipulative yeah. and being a horrible parent. And it wasn't just them. You know, there were a lot of contributors to their lives that made right. them that way. So just have a little and, bit of grace if you can, a little bit, you know. And don't carry that shit with you. You no. have one life i'm gonna say that again it is so important as we get older we realize like our time first of all is not guaranteed and it gets shorter with every single day that goes by so fucking live your life to the best capacity that you can and that means fucking letting go man you gotta let that shit go because that's just gonna hold you down like hold you back and weigh you down all right niche you got one or should i go this one is like, man, go steal the, go deal with the issues with your mama, please. Like, <laughs> this one is more of um, what the fuck, but I like it. It said, I have, I have sex with my flashlight while looking at my male neighbor through my window. So I'm a heterosexual male with a girlfriend. I've never had sex with a guy, but there's a dude next door with real feminine features. He has long hair, um, but he's really scrawny. One day, I just got turned on, imagining what it would be like for me to butt fuck him. So I got my flashlight and banged it at the thought of him banging me. I do this at least every other week. I'm not bisexual, but there's uh, something about this dude that turns me on. Um, the comments you are, were like, <laughs> I was just gonna say, oh, but you are bisexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's so okay. Funny. On the spectrum, we're all right with fluidity here. Yes, be we honest, applaud fluidity. Sexual bro, fluidity first of all, is I don't give a fuck what your sexuality Amen. is. I'm sure it's not good to be fucking flashlights. How about that? It's a flashlight, a flashlight, not a flashlight. Fla- flesh- a flesh- flesh- flashlight. flashlight. It's a flashlight. Uh, no, it's a flashlight. The, I think it's what? a typo. I think, I think it's, a, it's typo. a flashlight. Well, whatever it is, stop fucking it. Like, <laughs> that's what it's for. No, but the, oh, the flashlight I read, is there for that reason. 
Yeah. Oh, because it said flashlight. And I was like, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a typo. Because yeah. I was like, what? Who? What the fuck are you doing fucking a flashlight? Like, Oh, not that there's anything wrong with that, right? Like, oh, I've watched too much Grey's Anatomy for that. It's no. kind of uncomfortable oh if you're a male yes. or a female. Stop fucking the flashlight. Hopefully, like, stop. Stop fucking the flashlight. You know, it would be you to pick that one. I saw that one and I scrolled over it, but no, you. <laughs> Dr. Hey. J. <laughs> Dr. J. She's like, I, I got no confessions. I don't go on Reddit. Oh, wait, I got something. Both of you, like, both of you are like, no, you have to do it. So, <laughs> so I'm All right. just finding the fun this things. One. Listen, we're getting to to the end of the show, so I, I'm just gonna lighten it up a little bit, but relatable. Karma is a bitch. <laughs> I love it already. Currently, there's a viral infection going on in my country. Nothing serious, but it's affecting almost everyone. And a few guys from my office had it, and they took days off from work. I had an idea. I lied and took a few days off from my office. And my excuse was I was sick, and I have a fever, and I got the virus like everyone else. Now, my days are finished, and I got infected on the last day by the same viral infection. So I'm sitting in the office with a mild fever and a sore throat. (laughs) Wow. Yo, I can't tell you how many times I told my friends, bro, do not say you have COVID. Don't do it. Say some other shit because the second you, this shit fucking you get through these PTO days or the days off, you're going to get COVID and they're not going to motherfucking believe you. What are you going to do then? Because when you really can't go, B, just don't say COVID. <laughs> Same Z's. Same. Oh, dude. Um, I'm, viewers, a I'm just listeners. I'm just shaking my head. Because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just don't do it. Bro. So, you know, this reminds me of something. There's actually um, like I used to get really offended when people would ask me to provide like funeral announcements and and I was like, oh. what the fuck? Why would I have to provide that for work? <laughs> but this is the motherfucking reason why. There are some folks out there who people be dying every week in their family for time off. And you live with yourself with that. Like, no, no, not cool. Not cool. Mm. And you're messing up my life by doing this. Because now cool. people want me to provide them with like, um, like, like proof what what proof oh my god no No, you know what too bad for you i hope you're we don't play with that we don't play with sickness and death but if you are going to play with sickness just make it something light and have the runs or something yeah the runs from the curdled milk you have the runs one day and runs the next day all right like shit out here talking meanwhile you're at home with your fleshlight um okay so mm-hmm. i exclusively masturbate to people i know <laughs> ever since i started masturbating i always found it much more enticing to fantasize about someone i knew rather than watch some stranger overperform on pornhub fast forward to now and though i have a long-term partner whom i have regular sex with i still only masturbate to real people i know including 
Many people, my partner knows as well. I'm worried they'll find out one way or another and be utterly disgusted with me at best. Well, no one's going to find out if you don't say anything. Right. Like, who the fuck's going to find out? One. And two. Not only that, it's your business. And not just that, but like, what? I'm sorry, but who else do you... I'm just saying, if you were to fantasize, are you making somebody up? Like, do people's imaginations run that wild? Uh, could be a celebrity, could be maybe... Uh, yeah, but you know. celebrity, I guess. But I'm just saying, like, it's like, as opposed to, like, I don't know, like a who figment of your you? imagination. <laughs> the comments like? here say... Um, who do you fantasize? Who you fantasize about is your own business, and in theory, it shouldn't be a problem. It becomes a problem if those fantasies start affecting relationships and interpersonal dynamics in real life. Your wife, <clears throat> excuse me, your wife doesn't need to know that you think about other people in bed with her, but you are not the only person to do this, and it does not mean you actually want other people and not your wife. Someone else said, "I really just hope your partner is doing the same." Wow. Uh, someone else That's said rude. it's that forbidden fruit thing uh another comment said uh if i found out that would be so much more ammo for dirty talk <laughs> you know can i just say something though like this kind of reminds me of when you have like a i don't know if this happens to you if you guys have like a dirty dream or a naughty dream with somebody that you had no none zero desire for and for some reason like here you are all upon it in a dream and you wake up so uncomfortable like what the yeah. fuck bro am i attracted to this person like what are you trying to tell me those are the worst the worst the worst. <laughs> the worst and then you see the person and you're like oh. and then you're like gross <laughs> why are we like this what happened? So weird. All right. Is that love our it. last confession? I love or it. do you have another one you want to get off there? No, no pun intended. I'm good. That was, <laughs> that was traumatizing. Ah, and the flashlight. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was traumatizing. Guys, this was fun. You know, every time we do this, I remember how much I miss you. And it's been very hard to schedule. And it's just because life is hectic. But we love doing this and we love sharing with you listeners and we hope you look forward to it just as much as we do. And if you do, please rate and share, please, please do that. It's been fun ladies and listeners, and we will be back soon with another episode of messy truths and go to our Instagram account and our Facebook page and tell us your messy confessions. We'd love Hmm, to hear them. Please juicier, the juicier, the better the better you could be anonymous we won't we'll copy and paste it without putting your name but oh send God. us a dm that would be so cool. <laughs> oz is like rubbing her hands together like something, uh, yeah something listen we could create our own messy confessions but i'm not convinced i would like what i would what we would hear no no i i can't hear those things on the air so it's all good <laughs> <laughs> Till next time, folks. Peace. Adios. Peace. I'll see you tomorrow, Mar. See you tomorrow.